My Love of Life Energy is a podcast created by Anna Scott. Anna knows that every human being sees life uniquely. In this podcast, she will talk to people and learn from them. These conversations are to shine the brilliance of each human being she speaks to. Join her. After each exploration, you will expand on your insights and see truth and beauty. Welcome, Retta, today. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. I have the great honor of bringing on my podcast, Retta Roland. And Retta and I have known each other, I don't know, about five or six years. Is that about right? Maybe? Must be. Yeah. And um, we know each other because she hired me as a coach and then I hired her as a coach. It turned out she's not only a coach, she's an astrologer. And um, who was it? Uh, Who's the woman? um, Christy Nothrop in her book about living simply. She's Mm -hmm. like, everybody get an astrologer. Like if you're going to do life right, get yourself an astrologer. Mm -hmm. And I'm bringing on Reddit because I think she's an amazing at it. And I think people need to understand if you're going to live a rich, beautiful life, you need to understand astrology, your astrology. So Retta, my question to you is how, how did you first come across this? Ooh, okay. Well, thank you. All right. Good to be here. Um, let's just start. How did I come across it was um, in a significant way. I came across it by being randomly seated by a Jungian analyst archetypal astrologer at a uh, Thanksgiving potluck dinner. And um, I had to say that was the, the, like the luckiest day of my life because it changed the trajectory of what I was to do from then on. And that was in, I'm going to say it was Thanksgiving of 2011. and um and I just thought this is the wildest thing I'd ever heard like I thought I mean I I had some judgment thought it was ridiculous but I had to ask a couple more questions you know and um and you know before we got to dessert I was completely hooked and (laughs) this was not getting out of my sight I, I had to know more and and what have you found out what, what do you love about astrology? What, I guess I love delving in, into the mystery. Mm-hmm. It's expanding and opening my world and my understanding. That's you know, one aspect of it. Um, another, it's, it's very you know, self-focused. So it's helping, it's helped me to see, see myself more honestly, um, to see my life as that there is a greater purpose to why I'm here. And, um, and it took a lot for me, it took a lot of the victimhood out of living. Hmm. Say more about that. Um, I, I had been in a state of thinking that what had happened to me and, you know, early, my early life was all just, um, 
you know, just bad luck or, and then I was just set up for this kind of negative way of living. And then I saw it with, with astrology, it helped me really like zoom out, go out, go farther out and see, see that um, things that had happened to me were all part of my evolutionary growth. It was, it was part of um, my soul. If my soul came here, if I believe my soul came here to grow and learn and evolve, um, part of that would mean it has to have something to overcome. Hmm. Maybe it didn't have to, but my story does. My story has that. And so with karma, it says, all right, karma, all right, set it up again set up the scenario so that I can respond differently. And in, in that responding differently is where my soul's evolving or how it evolves. So when you say karma, what do you mean by that? I mean, I can kind of feel it, but I'm curious. Yeah, it's, um, and the way, and I think the way I talk about it in astrology is a little differently. So um, I mean by karma, the kind of the, the, the habits and um, preferences that you, your soul comes in with. And some of these are fine and some things need to be shifted. So the karma I focus on for astrology is the karma of those bad habits that are harming you. Um, Meaning like, a, like a, a bad habit, what I'm saying is if you have the karma to be drawn toward codependent situations. And, um, and so the soul has come to evolve, to learn how to have relationships that are truly of more of an equal standing. So if you think about my chart, what you've done for me, <laughs> because you have, use me as an example right now, because I think it's, and then I can talk to it and help our, our listeners okay. understand the power of this. Okay. So in looking at your chart, um, one, one simple brushstroke of some karma that you've come in with is that of, of living from the head up, mm -hmm. of, of living a life, um, of emotional detachment. And there's probably a good reason for it. You know, might, you might've been in a situation where it was just emotionally overwhelming. So your soul comes into this life where it, it longs to live more fully and, and more fully in the heart. So my guess would be your earlier life situations occurred that reinforced the need for you to live detached. And then, and then now the growth, the growth for you, that reach goal is to stretch yourself and, and learn to drop into the heart and live from there. Well, it's so funny because <laughs> like, I love what you said earlier. Cause like people, if I look back at, um, what happened earlier in my life. Like I had um, been 
molested by a neighbor, raped by a neighbor, and had these kind of really horrific things happen. So really reinforcement, don't go inside my body, don't feel things, life is not safe. And I was also raised um, by my mother who said, nobody likes a whiner. And after my father died, you couldn't cry. So just an epicenter of, okay, good. We'll just live in the head or out of the body. Yeah. And then I remember somebody yeah. saying to me, oh, feel your feet on the ground. And I'm like, uh, what do you mean? You can feel your feet on the ground? <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. And ever since then, my life has changed. Becoming more and more aware of what it's like to feel inside my body and let really feel things. So I think it's funny. So all those things that I used to think were so horrible were designed for me. Yeah. That's, yeah, I think it does sound kind of maybe horrible even to talk about on a real personal level. Like I'm really, I am sorry that you had, that you went through that. And then also from 20,000 feet, it's like, oh, okay. And you, you survived. And now with the way you live your life and how you're living, like this fully expressive like embodiment of love. Yeah, it, it, it's, I remember when I came to talk to you, it, it, it settled me. It settled me because I could think there was something wrong with me or my life mm -hmm. if I didn't have the astrology. Yeah, that's, that's what it did for me too. It was a validating. And, um, and there's, you know, and there's more. So there's this <laughs> like, more, say more. <laughs> more. So we kind of like hit this, like, all right, check. All right, we're doing that one. And then, um, so that's also what I love about it is it, it doesn't end. Say more about that. What do you mean? I mean, it's, it's impossible to know all of it or to have done everything on your evolutionary list. And in some ways that, that helped me relax and go, oh, I don't need to get it all done because you can't get it all done. Oh, wow. I, I, like my body just totally relaxed when you said that. Like we can't get everything, all the lessons we're here to learn. No. I don't, I don't. Well, except those few that get really enlightened, but. <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, they have that, but. Um, and then it helped me um, also getting that, um, that we're in this, this human form. And, and with knowing that means it's inherently flawed. Mm. And, and then that's also, kind of getting into acceptance about that or loving the beauty of that, not trying to fix it, change it, better. Um, get away from it. It's like we're in these suits, these human suits. Oh, wow. I, I just, um... It's almost what I feel when you're talking about it. It's like it almost gave you a reverence for being a human being, like the, the flawed human being or the struggling human being. 
it gave you a reverence for it. Yeah. Yes. Whereas I had been coming at it like um, find the flaw to fix it, fix it, change it, um, um, hide it. Yeah. Um, but there are also like great benefits of being in this body is that we do get to touch and taste and smell. Oh, okay. Reddit, that is why um, what you're speaking to is what I love about being a human being mm -hmm. yeah. is I get to smell the lilacs. Mm -hmm. I get to notice the warm sun on my skin. I get to taste the beautiful, juicy strawberry or the, the homemade pizza you know, with the gooey, fresh mozzarella. Yeah. And, and feel the presence of another human being when they touch my, my leg. Right. And laugh. Mm -hmm. yeah. Right. And so, and that, I don't know, it took astrology to help me see that. Now, how is this astrology different than the astrology like in the um, magazines or the. Um, what we see a lot of, what we grew up with, magazines, and now I guess it's on Instagram and facebook and it's really even shortened to the memes um usually what we're seeing in pop culture are it's just the sun sign astrology and so that's taking that's just talking about where your sun was when you were born mm -hmm. what sign you, the sun was in and when i look at a chart i'm looking at where every planet was at the time you were born and by every planet, I mean, accounting, I count the sun and moon as a planet for this conversation. And, um, and then go all the way out to Pluto. And each of those planets was in a sign. And they were in a house. And then they symbolized something. So it's like taking all these symbols and interpreting and then coming up with a, what's the, what are the key messages here? So the sun, so seeing your sun sign um, on Instagram, it's helpful. It tells you a little something. It's just, it's just leaving out a whole, whole bunch. Oh, wow. Um, the sun is, is the most important. If you think about, you know, what we're, how it affects us in our lives day to day, you feel the sun, you sense the sun more than Pluto on any given day. Um, and the sun symbolizes what we need to feel alive and vital. So give an example, like look at my sun, my chart, and look, give an example for my sun. So you're a sun Libra. And so the essence of Libra is, I had to really like boil it down to something that I can put on Twitter, it's, it's learning right relationship, how to be in equal, balanced relationship. And that, you know, that's, those are fuzzy terms, right? So um, it's, and within that, so this, so with that at its core, 
there are lots of strategies for doing that. It might mean you balance and work with the relationship of color, like you're an artist, you know, mm. or its relationship with people. Um, another quote bit of it is, is, is Libra is seeking peace. It's really like, ah. Oh. Wow. It just, it, 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 um, we had talked about my daughter and her chart. Yeah. And I can see why we're just diametrically opposed because my daughter is here to stir things up, yeah. ignite, mm -hmm. and I'm all about peace. So today, um, uh -huh. Queen Elizabeth's husband died. Yes. And she was like, it had something really feisty and um, to say about it. Mm -hmm. And it upset me so much because I'm like, just because I think he was bigoted or I don't know whether he was or not, but that was her concept. I'm like, oh no, hatred and bigotry don't help each other. They don't balance each other out. I had to go, well, I had to say it yes. doesn't help mm -hmm. because that's what I'm looking at. But she's not looking at that. No. Oh. at all no <laughs> no <laughs> no and that's why um um yeah it is challenging when the two are really in close contact with each other right but if you're like out and you're focused at the world creating peace and she's focused at the world of agitating like it can handle that energy um but it's fire she's fire Fire with water, so, so fire, feisty action and deep, and you are this air flowing. It wants to create peace and balance and uh, beauty, right? Um, and she is, I, I have to tell you, so for the listeners, so I, I've struggled with the relationship with my daughter all my life. I mean, my daughter is, um, when she was born, my mother, who has 16 grandchildren, when she was born, she said, good luck. I've never seen such strong energy in my life. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Maddie, Maddie would, I mean, my favorite Maddie story is we had spent $300 and we got those safety locks in, you know, so she couldn't open up the cupboards. Uh -huh. Within two hours, she just ripped them all off. I mean, she's just this. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. And she would yeah. climb around the back seat of the car that she figured out how to get out of the five-point harness and at two years old I'm having to mm -hmm. physically hold her center to get her back in and she's kicking and screaming and this is and when I sent her to you and you told me about her sign mm -hmm. it relaxed me I mean I'll start to cry right now it really mm -hmm. it made sense it, it um <laughs> It is something in me because, you know, you think as a parent that you're doing something wrong or if there was something I could be better at and, and, right. and, and, but just to see who she is, relax me and understand it. Cause I couldn't see it. Yeah. I couldn't see what she was here to do. And as far as I was concerned, she was here to be a pain in the ass to me, but <laughs> great for the year award. Yeah. 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 And that is, um, it's like it, it shows us what our nature, true nature, and that there's nothing wrong. Mm -hmm. 
Um, now there's still within that though, when you, when you, when your, your nature is revealed through astrology, there's still a range of responses. There's the low, <clears throat> excuse me, low um, unconscious response to this mm -hmm. energy. And then there's a, and then it can, you know, the whole range up to the, the high evolutionary lesson or objective. And so like with Libra energy, a low response, unconscious response would mean you want peace so badly that you'll do anything to have it. Mm -hmm. And that might come at your own expense. And mm -hmm. that's, you know, what, what we talk about, in, you know, codependence or, um, somehow pushing your needs down to just in order to keep peace and then it evolving to the highest is this sense that um it's being able to live with paradox mm -hmm. the two great truths can exist they may oppose one another but can coexist um, and for our listeners, I got to tell you um, the truth of that. So mm -hmm. in hearing that with Retta, I, I had um, a husband with Alzheimer's and dementia, and we had a um, difficult family life because it wasn't peaceful at home. It was chaotic. It was There was a lot of yelling and upset. And at some point, I had to say to him, I love you, but I can't live with you. I have to move you out. And that was the paradox. I loved him so much in my family. Mm -hmm. I was willing to make that move and disrupt the relationship for the bigger, the peace of all. Yes. Yes. And that was the most painful, difficult thing I had to do in my life mm -hmm. because I was dying on the vine, trying to be the right person who leaves a relationship, who doesn't take care of their spouse. Right. Right. And right. Yeah. on the vine. Wow. I think that's the that's the most beautiful and clear example of that I think I've ever heard. Because you know, often I'm just I'm telling you the <laughs> telling you the um the range, but I have no idea what's going on in the the client's life when I'm saying it. So to hear where it lands. Um, well, and to see what the manifestation of it is. Yeah. And for years, I was in the low. I did let go of any need I had. Mm -hmm. You know, I took care of the house, the kids, the major breadwinner, all of it. I sacrificed myself. And at some point, I'm like, no, I can't do this anymore. Mm -hmm. And then I made a choice to take care of him and fall, make available myself for another relationship. And then I made it myself going, no, I can't have you in the home anymore. Mm -hmm. and paradox I still loved him and wanted to care for him but I had to that was when you said that I could feel that I could feel both of those and I hadn't seen that till right now wow yeah yeah so it, it's it's funny to have these conversations with you from this point of view because I, I know you tell me this but now I'm like oh I see it mm-hmm we're, we're both human beings can have a low unconscious automatic response or we can wake up and choose. Yes. Yes. 
And when we choose, it seems to me that we're working on what you call our dharma, like the choice out of it. Yes, yes, exactly. And and adding to that, it's that you are, when you asked me earlier what the difference is and what we see in, you know, the sun signs and Instagram. And I think one big difference is that they communicate astrology as you are a Libra. And the way with evolutionary astrology is you are becoming the mm. Libra or you are, this is hard to say with Libra, but let's say you are Capricorn. I would say you are Capricorning. So you're learning the, the lessons of Libra. Oh. And so that was why with, um, you know, earlier in life or whatever you might read, Libra's great at relationship, diplomatic, superficial. You're like, hmm, thanks. That was helpful. Then now knowing what, what those little bullet points were me, to me mean, you are learning the art of relationship and relating and creating balance and as well as diplomacy. And you may be really early, really um, underdeveloped diplomacy skills. Mm -hmm. Or there's some Libras that I think are too are highly oh. diplomatic, you know. So it's that's another thing is two Libras may not won't be in the same place on this. Oh, so and and through our lifetime, because I think about me as a young girl, mm -hmm. like the way I would do friendships. Mm -hmm. In fact, probably why I'm such a great coach is I just sit and ask questions. Mm -hmm. But it's a way that I get to speak up. But when it becomes to friendships, I, I wouldn't say much. I'd just show up and listen the whole time. And then I'd get mad at them for right. never asking me questions. But I think it's them. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm not the one who's showing up. Right, right. Oh, yeah. And showing up is, and that's that going back to that equal. Like, um, and it might be one day or one period of time, this friend's doing more talking. Cause you know, it's not on it. We're not keeping a clock, but, um, but yeah, it's up to you to create the balance. Yeah. Meaning I, it's my turn to talk or. And that it's even okay for me to talk. Yeah. Like that's in the relationship. It's like to have enough relationship with myself. Yeah. I'm looking up here. Um, just looking looking at your chart for other other things um um because there's also there's the you know the rising sign which is usually represents um how you first appear when someone first meets you it's in a sense the mask you wear uh, or the um the personality you bring forward first it's how you because we've got so many voices and personalities going on within us there's a there's the one that you choose to present when you have to go to the cocktail party the job interview hmm. and for yours it is um it's that of it's aquarius so it is that of one who who stands out as different the iconoclast the little bit of a rebel 
and can have kind of a cool detached energy. Um, but, but see, and also like you'll see the world through this lens. So it's seeing the world through the lens of some, like see it differently. The one who thinks outside of the box. Um, well, and that's true. I mean, that's like this whole thing of love of energy. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been loving energy for, oh God, well, since somebody said, feel your feet on the ground. And then I heard Abraham Hicks say, well, if, if you understood energy, you would understand everything. And I thought, okay, I'm in. And nobody was doing that. There was only one yoga studio in Oakland and that was Rodney Yee. And I found, yeah. you know, found that, I found all the bizarrest things in the world. And I'm talking to somebody who, you know, on the front line of this, um, using uh, astrology. Yeah. Like part of my, like I've been seeing an acupuncturist regularly for 20 years. Mm -hmm. And there was only, like, it was such a bizarre thing. So, yeah, the, the being, um, well, the first to do something, but also being weird, kind of being on the, yeah, weird in a good way, you know. Yeah, weird is following your own spiritual path. That's the entomology. Yeah. Um, yeah, if you look up, I'm pretty sure that's it. If you look up weird in the entomology, it's following your own spiritual path. It's being guided by spirit. No, I, and I love saying, when I say it, I mean it with such love yeah. and affection and I have to yeah, watch how it lands sometimes. Um, so what other, what else? Well, let me ask you this. If you had somebody, um, what are the other benefits? Like, is there, you talked about, like, I, I can tell myself that I relaxed around my daughter, mm -hmm. so parent-child relationships. I started looking at life that it wasn't happening to me, it was happening for me. Is there one other benefit that you have seen that people, how this has impacted people? I mean, not that that's not enough, like those two, <laughs> like, really? Um, um, other one, and the one that kind of got me into doing this as a career was um, helping people find their purpose. Hmm. And, and your purpose is not always your career. I want to get that clear. Um, but for some people, they are aligned. And, and so the chart can remind people of that. I have, oh, <laughs> that one got you, huh? Um, I just had never heard you purpose doesn't mean you're clear because I think people associate that mm -hmm. and I know I did initially too I wanted that to be the answer I wanted to be able to get the chart and tell you what you need to do is your job mm -hmm. and um so as as I have studied and, and my astrology has evolved I get that they're not the same um the um or it might not be what you do to earn money is what I mean. Like your purpose may be to learn, I mean, to create a loving, nurturing home. Mm. I mean, that's a huge job. And it's, it, it, I, I can't even say how, how important that is. I don't have a great, I don't have the right adjectives aren't coming to my mind right now. But, <laughs> you know, it's so important. Doesn't mean you're gonna, you're gonna make a dime at it. Yeah. 
So, so that's what I mean. But the people, I have had people come to me and as we're going through their evolutionary lessons and talking about the purpose, it has clicked in with what they're going to do as a vocation. Huh. And, and I guess I also want to make sure I'm making clear that often they already knew this. It was a whisper. It was a hunch. It was it was some, the, the seed was in there and the astrology either reminded them of like, you know, I've had people say, oh, when I was a teenager, I wanted to do that. Mm -hmm. I, um, I had one who said as a teenager, she would clean the house and pretend she was on a, like a cleaning talk show. What? Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. and she and like just knowing like how to efficiently clean the home but also do it in an entertaining way and um and then this woman went on to be quite an, an executive and svp of marketing in a fortune 50 company a mckenzie consultant like big you know just kind of just doing really well in business and she now has left all that and what she does is create sustainable uh kitchen pantry systems she makes the kitchen beautiful is environmentally sustainable and she's done a tedx talk on it and um wow. book and so so she was the one that um she, she would kind of hit a point in her career wanted to do something different wasn't sure what it was looking at the chart a lot of stuff is pointing to to the home but but big out in the world, like CEO to the world. It's a movement. Oh, wow. And, um, and I just, so, so it was a little ember reminding her of, and it, um, what it reminds me of what it looks like is like there's all these, like life gives us um, like fortune cookies or it gives us like signposts or like little remembrances all around our life. But we get caught up in our head and think what it should look like. Mm -hmm. Like we're listening to the cultural thinking rather mm -hmm. than just paying attention to what's touching us. Yes. What, what's moving us. Yes, yes. And what you're doing, like with people, if they, the benefit of it, and I, you know, is that if people can stop listening to their thinking, they can start to see how life is always working on their behalf. And it's always showing you, and you're just like, here are the arrows, look in this direction. Yes. Yeah, ab absolutely. And that's, I think astrology is just, it's just one tool. Mm -hmm. if, if someone can take a leap to believe that that this language of symbols, that there's a message for you in here. Mm -hmm. um, that it, it can remind you of that, but it's not, it's not the only way. Um, but sure is a fun way. It's fun and I think it's, it's fast. If you're open, you can listen. It can tell you stuff quickly. Um, just sometimes we're not ready to hear the, the not ready to hear that message yet. Yeah. 
we're not willing to let go of our cultural thinking and our concepts and ideas. Yes, that's it. Because it's radical. I know for my life and what I did when I really listened, it was radical. It wasn't, it wasn't the um like it looked like I was blowing a bomb up in my life. Mm -hmm. It wasn't. I was really taking care of my evolutionary thing, but a lot of people around me weren't happy with what move I made. No. But I was. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you you knew you were you were clear. Yeah, and I'm trying to remember we met before before all before. this happened. We met before all this happened. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, right before I blew everything up. Mm -hmm. So, and it it was a it was a transformation, right? It um, yeah, because we're also the area of in your chart that's activated, meaning uh, urban, yes. urban life. Um, so if um, all right, so you shine and you'll feel vital, more vital when um, you're doing Libra-like things, which would mean things around art, beauty, yeah. uh, working with one-on-one, -on -one, mm. just being one-on-one -on -one conversation, things that feel, feel like you're bringing balance and peace. Okay, well, I, I just have to tell everybody if, who's ever listening to this, if you're wise, call Retta. <laughs> I've gotten so much out of this conversation. When you just said you like one-on-one -on -one conversation, like it just made me relax why I don't like to do big groups. It's because I like the intimate. Yeah. That's where the luxury is. And I just had never heard that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. All right. So Retta. Yes. We're running yes. out of time. Yes. Um, I have loved this conversation. I want people to find you. So where can they find you? And we'll put it up at the end so people can find you. But where do you want to point them? I would point them to retaroland.com. Okay, spell it just to make sure, www. And it's reta, R-H-E-T-T-A, Roland, R-O-W-L-A-N-D.com. And information about my work. And you can schedule a session. And it's worth it. Every cent and all the time in the world, Retta is a true gem. I can't thank you enough, Retta. Oh, thank you, Anna Scott. Love, Love you. you.